0: This is Spin Control, a fiber craft podcast by a joyful girl.
1: Spin, turn spinning wheel. Make me some of your magic
0: thread. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 120 The Ides. In this episode, I've got some knitting, a little bit of spinning, no, no real spinning, some sewing, a little tale for you about the Ides of Matt, and we will wrap it all up with a little sad goodbye. But of course, we will kick this episode off with some updates. So what have I been up to lately? So as part of my tale for the future, uh, the boy and I took a little trip. We ran off to a relatively secluded area near the ocean for about a week, and spent time appropriately socially distancing, enjoying the water, and the peace, and the quiet, and the calm, and got a much, much needed break from work, which was super fantastic, and probably could not have come at a better time for either of us. So I'm really happy that we had the chance to do that, and we're back at it. I'm feeling totally refreshed, and it's it was really a great decision to go, and I'm glad we had the opportunity to do that when well, we did. There was only one real bummer from my travels this time around. Um, This has never happened to me, ever, ever, and I haven't refrained from traveling with knitting, you know, in more than a decade. But for the first time in my life, I had knitting needles taken from me at security in an airport and straight up thrown in the garbage. So I literally had to pull knitting needles out of two projects and, uh, A spare needle that I also had in my bag were all discarded. Yeah, it was pretty sad. I was not very happy about that at all. Actually, I lost two sets of DPNs and a 16-inch size 8 circular needle that I use, you know, for hats and stuff. Those are all gone. So, waiting for replacements on those. But I've never experienced that before, so I was really quite shocked. And I've been through, you know, dozens and dozens of airports in the past 10 years Never happened to me before, and I've traveled quite a bit over the last, like, year because of everything with my parents and all of that. No issues whatsoever. So I think from now on, I'll either throw caution to the wind or maybe try to travel with wood instead of, like, nickel-plated or metal needles in my bag. Of course, they, you know, fail to realize that the knitting is one of the things that would keep us from wanting to stab other people on an airplane. But hey, who am I to judge, right? (laughs) All right. So that was fun. No, it wasn't. Not fun at all. I'll survive. Already have replacement needles on their way and all will be right with the world. What else has been going on? Um, I got non-competitively promoted in my office, which is pretty rare for what I do, but that's pretty fantastic. And it's been coming for quite some time, but all of the, you know, administrative and legal processes that go into it made it a very, very long and drawn out process for me to get promoted. Got promoted by one grade. I have the same title, the same exact job, all the same people work for me, but it's pretty cool to finally get the promotion. So we'll see. Maybe I'll, you know, get a car paid off faster or something and can retire sooner, right? To my new life of luxury. No, (laughs) there won't be a life of luxury, but it was pretty cool. I'm pleased. And I just wanted to share that news with you. Oh, in other news, this past week, on March 24th, I think it was, I had a pattern called Rubric released in a Knit Picks collection called Vertex Color Blocks, and I'm very happy about that. It's really pretty. I think they did a great job with the photography and the layout for that one. I had a previously published pattern that was not, like, was a little bit disappointing. Um because there were issues with the sample, because it was a publication that didn't have as much communication on the sample development as some others, and it just, but this one was like very pleasing, and I'm super happy about it, and it makes me overjoyed to see the way that they had it all set out in the pub, so I can't wait to get my hands on a hard copy for myself, and I plan to get a hard copy for my moms, and that makes me happy. Speaking of moms, she's doing well, I actually intended to record this episode of the podcast a couple hours ago, but I spent a couple hours on the phone with my mom because I hadn't talked to her in a little while because of all the travel and stuff, but she's doing well. We should be traveling back to her place for some official ceremonial um veterans burial kind of military honor stuff for my dad in May, but it's good to get to talk to her every week or two, so she's doing well, things are coming along, and and we're... I'm very happy that um, she's finding her new normal and adjusting to her new way of life. So things are going well there. Well, I think that's just about all I've got this time around in updates. So I guess it's time to get this podcast started. And now it is on to spinning my wheels. Um, I've been pretty busy. I did have a master plan, of course, that got derailed because that's kind of how all of my stuff goes. So my master plan was to take a break from knitting samples and knitting swatches and prepping for pattern proposals and pattern releases and all that and to knit other people's stuff. And I had cast on and was making great progress on both the pair of boyfriend socks that I cast on for the boy and my gift of promise cardigan. And... I'm really still totally digging the Gift of Promise cardigan. I'm about a third of the way done with the body of the sweater. And I, during my travel time, some of huh, my wooden needles, my likes did not get confiscated. So I was able to continue knitting on that for my entire travels, which was pretty awesome. But we were relatively distracting. So most of my knitting time was literally just like airplane time. So it was about six hours total knitting time on that. Um, through the first armhole, which is cool. Almost to the second armhole, and then it's just finishing the body and, um, and doing the sleeves. That's really a pleasant knit, and I'm enjoying it. It's very rhythmic and predictable, and I don't have to look at the instructions anymore. So it's, that's been a lot of fun, and I'm really enjoying it. I would say the only criticism I have is not of the pattern itself at all. Um, so the Cloudborn DK yarn doesn't seem like a DK weight at all. It's more like a fingering weight, like All of the, um, the gauge and everything is working out, but just the yarn itself isn't DK. It's definitely more of a fingering weight in my book. And I'm like, gosh, if this really was a DK, this would be going so much faster, (laughs) right? But it's not. But it's, so it's not really a criticism. There's nothing wrong with the yarn. I think it's going to soften up once it's blocked because it's a little scritchy. But it definitely does not feel like a DK weight yarn to me at all. And I was completely chugging along on the boys' socks until the knitting needles got taken right out of the project and thrown in the garbage at the airport. Yay! So once those come back in, I hopefully I will be able to effectively pick up all the stitches and continue knitting where I left off. But, you know, they're the bottom of a bag now with no needles in them, and I haven't really touched them since I got home. I probably could put some stitch holders or something in them. That's probably not a horrible idea. I should do that, Um, but the knitting needles, the replacement needles are on their way. So as you know, I like to knit my socks two at a time on DPNs, so I lost two complete sets of, I think, size one DPNs, nope, size two DPNs, nickel plated from Knit Picks, and I just ordered two more sets so that that can continue on where I left off when I get those in the mail. So that's pretty good. But because those, the, you know, Easy Transport Sock Project is uh, now on hold, I cast on a pair of my plain Jane socks. I did toe up using Judy's Magic Cast On in a self-striping yarn from Valkyrie Fibers. And her self-striping yarn is pretty lovely. I can't wait to see the finished product. I haven't actually decided what I'm gonna do for a heel because they're self-striping. I'll definitely do an afterthought heel, but I'm not exactly sure which afterthought heel I want to try this time. I've done several, but I want to try them all because you know how I feel about my experimental socks. So, so once I've figured out what heel I want to do on those, that should be interesting. And I'm as I'm sitting here recording and talking, I feel like I'm not even talking like myself. So I hope I'm coming off, coming across okay. <laughs> I don't know; it's weird. I just feel different right this second. So. So we'll see. So now I've got the cardigan, a set of plain Jane socks, and the boyfriend socks all in the works. But so then, therein lies the problem with the master plan. I might have got distracted. So I found myself swatching for two more pattern proposals for two different publications. And I'm swatching for one right now. I actually completed a proposal and submitted it last Sunday. And I think I have a decent chance of getting into that publication. Except I'm super nervous because... If I do, that will be the first sweater pattern I've ever written. And I am super duper nervous about knitting garments because I don't want to get sizing wrong. And I'm very afraid of sizing. So we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, a little bit nervous about the sizing, but that's okay because it's my responsibility to learn how to properly size patterns. And this pat, this, uh, particular top has been in my sketchbook for about two years now so I think it's time I get this bad boy executed and I figured out a lot of details while thinking about it so I'm I'm happy with the potential for this garment to happen and even if it does get picked up by the publication I would intend to self-publish it by the summer because it is a summer tee so that is kind of how I've been distracted and a little bit of what's taking me away from knitting other people's stuff right? So I need to get back to that. But they, I am still knitting on it. I just got distracted. So I'm knitting the second of two swatches that has taken me away from my full-time other knitting stuff. So we will get back to that. Actually, because of all the travel and stuff, the only other real crafting stuff I've done is I actually have been sewing on my DPN set holders. And I've got all the fabric cut, half of the stitching done. I need to add snaps and then do my finishing and those will all be done. So I'm pleased with that. And... I hopefully next time around, I will have them completely done and I will tell you a little bit of everything about the fabric, how I designed, you know, put through it together and what I ended up with and whether or not I'm pleased. All right. Well, it kind of looks like that's just about all I've got I'm spinning my wheels. Okay. In this episode, I've got a little tale for you about the Ides of Matt so the boy's birthday is on the 15th of march and every year the celebration of his birthday ends up getting longer and longer and longer he it's like a birth month for him you know forgive me because he is a little spoiled and it's all right it's probably 90 percent my fault that he is a spoiled rotten brat but so every year we celebrate the ides of matt right so uh my Eldest child posted it on social media on March 1st that, you know, this is not a drill. The ides of matter upon us. And, you know, it's time to celebrate him. Dude gets like the whole month. I think just yesterday he said, it's still my birth month. And like we already went on a whole week long trip because of his birthday. And that's, yeah, I don't know. It cracks me up. I think I'm actually the only person in my entire family that has a birthday. day. Everybody else gets like a birth week. But I really think I'm the only person in my family who has a birthday. Everyone else gets at least like a birth week and their extended celebrations that include a homemade meal, a meal out, sometimes a party, sometimes a trip. And I think that I'm just gonna have to like, maybe start throwing some extra celebratory days in for me throughout the year. Like, you know, a random Tuesday in June is going to be, you know, month anniversary of my birth or something. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to try to stretch it out. But the Ides of Matt are upon us. And here, within about four days, his month of celebrating him will be over. <laughs> and the rest of us can go back to thinking about our normal lives. Because the boy is spoiled rotten. He does love the crap out of me. And makes me very very happy but i think i might need to like nip this in the bud before it gets too outrageous and you know we spend start spending an entire year celebrating him as if he doesn't get enough as it is well that's all i've got this time around in spin a tale Well, it looks like this episode really is going to end up as short and sweet. I'm not exactly sure what it is today, but I'm not feeling exactly like myself. I don't know why. I don't necessarily feel bad. I just feel a little bit off. Um, it may be that a couple of days ago I had my second vaccine, but I'm not sure. I just feel a little off kilter today. Not bad. Like I said, I don't feel bad, but I just don't necessarily feel good or 100% like myself. So I guess that's, you know... We're just going to have to deal with that. I'm glad I got the chance to pop in here and say hello. And I hope you guys enjoyed just a few brief moments of catching up with me and what's been going on. Before I depart today, I do want to take a moment to uh, share a sorrowful goodbye with you. Um, For those of you who are familiar, Paula from Knitting Pipeline lost her battle with cancer this past week. And um, the knitting and the podcast community are uh, worse off without her. And she will definitely sorely be missed. I think she was a fantastic, fantastic woman. And I feel privileged and honored to have had the opportunity to hang out with her um, a few times in real life over the past decade or so. She and I actually started podcasting within a few months of each other. And we've seen each other at several events over the years. And she was just an all-around wonderful woman. And I know I'm not the only one who is going to miss her terribly. Goodbye, Paula. Thank you for all you've done for the community and everything that you have shared about your life with us. And you will definitely be missed. And, well, and maybe that's what's got me a little off kilter this week, right? All right. So, the song leading us out this week is Sedona by Houndmouth. And um, it's just a cheerful song that makes me happy I turn it up a little louder when it comes on in the car. As always, you can get the details about this episode and all the past episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at shiloh at foreverhandmade.com. Catch me on Ravelry and Instagram as foreverhandmade. Thanks again, guys. I will talk to you soon.
1: You credit's no good. You flip the script and you shot the plot